Hello everyone, Chrissy Morrissey with you again and we are talking digital skills today on our podcast because Australia is facing a digital skills shortage and by 2030 the Tech Council of Australia is predicting our nation will need 1.2 million tech workers. That's a big chunk of our workforce. The report also states that one in two students state they've never been taught about digital careers and that 33% of young women consider a career in tech compared to 69% of men and that the main source of future tech workers will come from people transitioning from other parts of the economy. What's that? Well, with us today is one of those new workers in the tech industry doing exactly that, transitioning from one industry into the tech industry and they are loving it. My guest is Faith Sylvia who started studying coding way back when but while she loved the content in her course there was a bit of a competitive environment there seven years on though she is back doing what she wanted to do in the first place let's have a chat with them find out what happened how she went on this journey and how she got sidetracked faith hello hi chrissy so let's go back those seven years ago you you felt like you wanted to do coding what happened Yeah, so I was in university uh, and I did computer science 101. The professor was engaging. We were learning Python. You know, it was it was really cool. We were making little games. It was super fun. Uh, I thought, you know, maybe this this could be a fun way to go. And then I took uh, the next course in the track, um, Mm -hmm. which was Java. It was like object oriented programming. The professor was really dull. And suddenly I started feeling like I just couldn't do this. And to be honest, I was weeded out. So I think um, that is a pretty common experience for a lot of people. Um, It was just like, cool, I'm going to have a horrible uh, GPA, grade point average in America, is what we call it. Mm -hmm. Um, If I continue doing this, I was probably right. Um, And so I was just like, forget it. This isn't for me. Um, And yeah. So you pivoted. What did you pivot to? I ended up in finance in London because I really just wanted to move abroad. And that was the company that would sponsor me. So I was at a small wealth management company and yeah, ended up doing that for a couple of years. So at what point did you think, actually, no, I don't want to do this anymore. And why? Uh, So after London, we moved to Melbourne and I was in working in insurance um, and we got locked down. And I was going on these really long walks, just being like, oh, you know, there's no escape from your job when you're in lockdown. Um, And I just realized it wasn't something that I wanted to do. It wasn't, you know, inspiring to me, Um, especially the service aspect of it. I was finding really draining. Um, So, yeah, I thought I'd try something new. Quickly tell me what your job is now and who you're working for. Yeah, so I am a software developer at a company called Envato. Uh, it's yeah. a company based and grown in Melbourne, an online marketplace for digital assets. And I believe that tomorrow is your one-year anniversary of taking up that role, correct? It is indeed. All right. So you've worked all that time in finance, didn't like it, thought, right, this is it, blow it. I'm going to pivot and do what I wanted to do. How did you find a course or something that you knew would get you there? How hard was that to do? I was kind of lucky because I'd heard of General Assembly before, and one of my friends had been considering doing the General Assembly Software Engineering Bootcamp. Um, So I think when I started thinking about changing careers, that was an option that was sort of front of mind for me. So tell us about the bootcamp then. What what happens there? How long does it run for? 
So it's a 12, the General Assembly one anyway, um, they have different options. So what I took was a 12 month full time. I really wanted to live and breathe code and be totally immersed in it. I thought if I was doing it part time with another job, just the way my brain works, I was going to find that too difficult. Um, they also have a, a six month part time offering, which is pretty grueling. I've been the teacher's assistant for that one. It's tough. Um, it's like, I, I think it's two days a week from 6 to 10 p.m. and then every Saturday for six months. So um, oh, okay. big up to the people who do that one. Uh, but I very much enjoyed the full time. All right. And at what point did you think I've really made the right decision? So what point did you think, yeah, this is it? Yeah. Oh, gosh, that's a tough one because honestly, they're like I, for me, software development, and I think for a lot of people, it's a roller coaster. So I would be lying if I said there weren't days when I was like, oh my gosh, I don't know if I can do this. I'm totally out of my depth. Um, but I think like I knew pretty much as soon as I was in the, well, I knew before I knew that I, it was something I was really going to enjoy. I was so excited for the course. I obviously did some coding leading up to it, was loving it. Um, yeah. And yeah. Yeah. So what do you love about this job then? What what do you get out of it every day when you get up? I think the biggest thing, and I'm probably not unique in saying this, but it's that intersection of logic and creativity. So being able to have, you know, a creative approach, not only in like the user interface or what people are seeing on their screen, which can be really fun, um, just making something come to life visually, um, but also the creativity you can bring to the back end and and you know designing a program making things making things function the way you expect them to behind the scenes is also you know and it involves a lot of creativity and a lot of the logical side of your brain too so you're really using your whole brain bring your whole self to work does it allow you to travel absolutely actually i went to noosa two weeks ago um and like worked from noosa on friday and that was so awesome and then came back flew back on monday morning and i work remotely so you know took a morning flight and got back at 9 30 in time for stand-up um so yeah it's super super portable do you think people just aren't realizing this is a potential benefit of this career path? So I was thinking only 33% of women, you know those stats I read out at the start of the, our podcast, 33% yeah. of women um, consider a career in tech. That's not a lot of us. Why do you think that is? Yeah, I, I don't know. Maybe like t the tech industry needs a big PR campaign <laughs> for <laughs> remote working. Um, but to be honest, a lot of companies have really taken that on. I think as the whole like world really moves towards remote working hopefully you know the fact that tech is doing that um even more and really leading the way becomes a bit more obvious but uh tech really lends itself well to to remote work um mm. and i know envato is i think five or six years ago they started um being pretty agnostic about where people work from um so it's a, it's a huge perk and i hope more people realize it yeah, you need to break down those barriers too. I mean, when people perhaps think of a software coder or programmer, they were there is that that vision of the blokes doing the gaming somewhere in a basement, perhaps you know, with these multiple screens. A bag of Doritos. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, what advice would you give to people on how to get started into this industry that you are so passionate about? Yeah, just like get yourself into a boot camp. It's awesome. I think um, you know it the big thing is having the alumni network around you. So companies like General Assembly, there are others as well um, yeah. that, that have good alumni networks and that can really help you get into your first 
your first job. Um, that's the toughest part is just getting that first job. And then once you're in, you're in, you're good to go. Um, but yeah, that, that's my, my biggest piece of advice. And then also just be prepared to not know stuff. <laughs> I think as a software engineer, like your whole career, you're just going to be like, I don't know, let's find out. And having that ability to turn it around and go from not knowing anything to curiosity as opposed to the peaks um, is a really, really big skill. Have you heard there's a saying, and it's, it goes along the lines of, I spent a lot of time doing things I don't know in order to learn new skills. Yeah, yeah, I love yeah. that. So You've got to give it a go. Then you, you never know what's out there and what's possible. And you sound really happy with this job. How would you rate your decision? 10 out of 10, 11 out of 10. <laughs> Brilliant. Love it. Well, thank you so much for sharing your, your journey with us today. And it was, it was really wonderful to hear that you're in such a fantastic place. All the best for the future, Faith. Thanks so much, Gizzi. And for all our listeners, if you'd like to read that report I was talking about, you can go to techcouncil.com.au. And if you want to explore some digital skills pathways and initiatives, have a look at digitalskillsorg.com.au and look up those boot camps as well. Thanks for your company, everyone. Goodbye.